Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Yeah, I fucked Leonardo DiCaprio, and now we have uh, paid sick leave. Oh, Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick. Yeah. Let me just tell you. Uh huh. It is going. Mm hmm. Five hundred tastic. Oh my god. Is this our five hundredth? Five hundredth episode. Should it be our last? What do you think? <laughs> we done? Wrapping I gave it, it a thought. I gave it a thought, but uh, you know, <sighs> might as well keep it going. I absolutely love everybody that listens to our dumb little podcast. Like, I just can't imagine not doing it. No, I, I know. You. I was just like, you're the one that brings me back, baby. No, I know, and I think if we, if I, I think if we stopped, then we would just drift off. Drift off. Like I'd talk. Yeah, you, dude. You'd be like, uh, you know, I talk to Dan once every six months. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe we should reboot. Plus, plus our wives that we should. Well, to be fair, we got the two best months in the podcast coming up. Coming what if up. we? What if we started a hundred percent all over? Like this is done. The feed is done. And then we start a brand new show and we have a brand new RSS and we really try to see what happens. And we just talk about football. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, it's about something. We get Gideon on and we talk football every week. Okay, yeah. The three uh, we'll call it the three Flamingos. That, flamingos. The three flamingos. The flea three flamingos. The flea flicker. Hell yeah. I'm not doing five hundred. I'm 500. That's crazy. Do you well, it's is it? Fi- it is 500. 1,000 is going to be really crazy because that's going to take uh 10 years. Jesus, from now, 500. That is Maybe. so surreal. Well, we did two a week, yeah. We did what was it, 200 that way or 300? 300 that 200 that way, more than that. No, I think because we stopped at like a certain number. I think we stopped doing two. It was like about a year and a half ago. We did the Saved by the Bell episode, and that was our first. uh, I think that, and I think that was four hundred. Yeah, technically. Technically, Sounds about right. It would be close to two years ago. Yeah, and I think so. I think we've done a hundred since we stopped doing two a week. Yeah, and I don't even know half the people we had on this fucker. I don't either. Sometimes people will mention it. I I got brought up on a show the other day as a. He's got a great podcast, The Nostalgic Front, where he brings people on and talks about comedy or talks about nostalgia, everybody. And I was like, is that me? My next? Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, we don't anymore. No. We do. We We do. We try and tie it in. Hey, we're nostalgic people regardless. We're going to talk about Nintendo and Ninja Turtles because Mm -hmm. that's what's in our heart, man. Yeah. And on my shelves. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah speaking of on your shelves surprised out of i couldn't believe it very yeah. out of very out of um, out of first bit i mean left field yeah and also out of like for the listeners ream out of the blue i get a box the other day from ups now i assume it's my kansas city chiefs super bowl winning hat um <laughs> but then i see the return address is uh old b ream here yeah and then immediately stacy's like i think he should in a box to you because kansas city won the super bowl it's a turd in a box. I literally, for a second, I was like, is this going to be something super fucked up? Crack the hell open. And goddamn, it's a Will Clark uh, starting lineup guy. Did you open it? Uh, I didn't open it yet. It's just sitting on the shelf as in like yeah. in against the wall. But what's cool is I had the Texas Rangers one when I was a kid, but I didn't ever had the Giants one. I never found it. So it's awesome. I love oh, it. Cool. Was the package all fucked when you got it? That little chip on the okay, top? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so, yeah. That's fine. It, I just didn't know if that was There's something- a cool uh, antique store that me and the wife like to go to yeah. on the afternoons. And uh, always have a good selection of action figures there. Uh, the Picker Nose. Uh, it's at the old Dolls on Grand Ugh. Avenue. Avenue. It's called the Picker Nose? Yeah. I would never go in there. Fuck well, that. We might. Yeah, I'll go in there. But um, uh, 
I saw that guy at yeah. a very agreeable price. Nice. It's great. Uh, and then I learned never to ship with UPS again. Uh, postal service all the way. That's hilarious. Yeah, postal service is good. But that's funny it, because I have so many fucking fights with FedEx at my job every day. Yeah. UPS has never given me any real issues. But what well, is probably it? I love you it. Pay, Tell me. You pay for a good service. Well, I pay for a good service with UPS as well, you know? Yeah. What do you get? What happened? Talk me through it. I love this stuff. Oh, this, is, uh, this is like, in, you know what just, I mean? This is yeah, industry just, talk for me. Just a little bit of sticker shock. Oh, yeah. Because I, I don't think I've ever shipped with UPS mm -hmm. outside of like when you buy something online for yourself. Yeah. So uh, I was running some errands and uh, was in a parking lot uh, and saw that it was sharing with a UPS yeah. store. So I was like, oh, I'll go mail this fucking Will Clark off to Patrick real quick. Yeah. And then they rung it up, and I was like, who? What did you, how, what'd you do? Did you do, like, immediate, like, overnight or something? No, just, like, regular. But... Yeah, if you do grounded, it should have been. You know what? I'll tell you what. If I was going to send that to you, based on what I know from being in the industry, yeah. I'd say I could get that to you for $14. I got it to you for about 22 I do But did believe. you buy the box and the bubble wrap, too? No, uh-uh. I left them to wow. pack it up. Yeah, you got taken for a ride. That's interesting. Also, the guy working at UPS called me brother every exchange. That's fun. So it's like, uh, yeah, like I was talking. To, and uh, when we got closer, yeah, a lot of booze on his breath. I tell you <laughs> what, uh, he, he, uh, I got secondhand buzz off the guy. But uh, yeah, you hit the wrong fucking buttons. That's why you spent twenty some hey, dollars. Hard to top. Your favorite baseball heroes. Yeah, that's great. When you're a kid, so. I love it. That's it's very cool. I'm very stoked for it. Yeah, um, which uh, remind had me thinking. This is baseball mm -hmm. related. Yeah, we're a baseball on, podcast. Was, we're the you're listening to the three flamingos. Uh, Gideon's baseball. not here today. Yeah, but uh, isn't it? We almost took it for granted that I, I was just thinking this the other day. How crazy it is that when I started getting into sports. Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders both existed. Yeah. And like, you just thought it was commonplace that yeah. people could play Major League Baseball and Is it NFL. insurances and stuff now that they don't let them do it? I have no clue. I <clears throat> I have no clue. There's some things where like, there's a guy, he's been in, the, he's been on the Seahawks a couple times and he was in the G League in the NBA. He was an Iowa State yeah. basketball player. And so like, that's kind of happened a little bit. Yeah, we had yeah. Drew Henson. Drew Henson, yeah, for sure. He'd played baseball for a number of years. And afterwards. then now it's basically just people choosing one or the other, like Kyler yeah. Murray, Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. I bet it's gotta Nelly. be it's gotta be contract stuff because they're like, look, we're gonna pay you five billion dollars. Cause nobody or it would be interesting to see somebody that sucked do it. You know, not sucked, yeah. but like, you know, like a backup lineman is also a fucking, you know, a, a, a catcher, you know. Yeah. That yeah. you that would be that's a movie right there. It's like uh the Dino Theater story, but he's not a six nobody cares. Yeah. That's fun. What did yeah, you say? I, I, oh I, I I still need to pony up and buy a Bo Jackson starting lineup. Uh yeah. it's only like twenty five bucks. Those things, I tell yeah. you what, starting lineups I'll I used to collect back in the day because like you would buy a starting lineup. Mm -hmm. And then go home and open up your Beckett yep. or uh, fucking whatever different collectible book. It was and Beckett. We were only using Beckett back then. Yeah. They were always worth more than what they sold for. Yeah. So, like, I thought they were these great investments. I'd it's be like, so, yeah. oh, I got this Jimmy Key starting lineup worth 22 bucks right now. Yeah. It's only going to get better and better through the years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those toys tanked. Sure. Who'd, who'd have known that it was all the toys that you play with yeah. that uh, fucking cost money? Yeah. It's so strange. Oh, I want a Battle Beast, dude. Battle Beast. I don't know what that is. Google it real quick. I'll do it. Okay. Googling it. Battle one Beast. Word, one word, two words. Uh, one word. Battle Beast toys were, uh, they were actually an uh, offshoot of trans the Transformer line, mm -hmm. like in the mythos. Oh, Only yes. These guys kicked ass. Yeah, and they're like little tiny like animals that also have like a uh, fucking mace for a hand mm -hmm. and uh, firewood uh, My... water shit. And they're one of those toys that like I wanted but didn't really have any of, but they look so cool still. 
Here's a strange thing. So I was babysat when I was in preschool. Oh, yeah, you'll have that. At JJ's house. Oh, yeah. It was before JJ lived there. It was when other people lived there. Oh, so you knew all the nooks and oh, crannies. I, it was insane. Yeah. To this day, I still think it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but uh, in JJ's bedroom, which used to be this guy, Justin's bedroom, he was a couple years older than us, and he had all of those on a fucking shelf. And it was yeah. cool. Because I never you I never had any, so it was just a fun thing to look at. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are hogs. You should get some. Um, yeah, though, I think of the toys that I always looked at and thought were cool, mm-hmm. it's them. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Supernaturals? <laughs> You're talking about like uh, D cups and stuff. What are we talking about? You're like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my favorite subreddit is Supernaturals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't know what Supernaturals is. They were, uh, they were toys with the classic 80s hologram built into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know Supernaturals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they, if I, let me look at these, I think like, they be like a cloak dude. And then you, yeah. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that because of the plastic that was used in them, the original ones all look like shit now. Oh, like I they're bet. all super fucked because they use some like weird polyamor dude, that like that, hate, that faded. That fucking, uh, uh, reflective uh, hologram thing mm-hmm. was so huge. I can remember yeah. having a box of Ghostbusters cereal and it had a reflective thing on the front of it. Yeah. That was really badass. I was thinking about these the other day when I was at the Picker Nose and I bought that. Yeah. I walked by a special issue Sports Illustrated with Michael Jordan mm-hmm. on the cover and then it had one of those holograms of him dunking. On these, there and and did you ever have the ones like on your school, uh, like uh, daily planners, and then you could like, like you run your finger on it. Oh yeah, it was like a scratch turntable. Yeah, those ruled. That's what the Ghostbuster was. Oh, what about these? Remember the things where we are earning our name right now. We are definitely three flamingos right now. That's right. Remember the things where it's like you have a red lens and a blue lens. And then yep. there's a bunch of red and blue dots on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then when you put the red lens up to your eyes, it cancels out the shit and you see something else. Yeah. I don't know wild. what those are called, but I do know. I do remember those things. Mm-hmm. Um, how Big was your week? week? How was your week? What'd you do? Oh, it was me. great. It was yeah. great. Let's see. Uh, when did we record last? Wednesday? Tuesday? No. no. Did Probably we? Tuesday. Was it late again? Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, we had the Super Bowl. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, forgot. That's yeah, yeah. right here. That put that that newspaper I you got. You forgot about right the old Super Bowl. I'm just because it's still but, happening. How many times do you think I've watched that Super Bowl since it happened? Four times. I've watched it three times, but I have watched the How 2020 many times you Super the Bowl. I watched the 2020 Super Bowl once. Great. Nice. I only watched one time live. Um, but that's boy, only that because the... to Tyreek, dude, in the first one. Oh my that's God, Wasp. Ugh. Oh yeah, and and it's so funny Watkins, how hearing the announcers because he's not. He's not, they don't talk about Mahomes like he's a fucking superstar yet. They're like, oh, he's had some bad. He had two picks. Which is in the really early crazy because Collinsworth is uh, mm-hmm. calling the game. He had two picks early in that game, and they're like, he's really got to have to do something if he wants to keep this uh, game going. Otherwise, it's pretty much out of reach. And then right after that penalty, right after that wasp, and then boom, we blow him out. And Williams, what's his name? Daryl Williams. He yeah. fucking Damian Williams. He should he could have been a MVP. Two fucking touchdowns in like 70 or 85 yards or something. Yeah. Well, anyways. Anywho. Um we'll see. Uh big week. Uh Thursday. Uh went and caught the new Ant Man movie. Nice. Uh-huh. I saw it as well. That's what our second segment will be about. Spoiler. Good. We'll talk good, about that. Good. Uh Friday did the rock and roast. Oh, for sure. The fucking uh, NF Red Souter came out. Ba, ba, uh, ba. We closed down the bar doing some karaoke afterwards. You know what? Uh, when we're It was the- good, but I got a lot of notes for myself going into the next one. Okay. That's, hey, that's what you do. You learn. Yeah. You live, yeah. you learn, you get loves, you know? Uh, Saturday. I had a nice Saturday with the wife. Sure. Uh, grabbed some brunch. Mm-hmm. Came home. We each popped a couple edibles and watched uh, Clerks 3. Oh boy, I'm glad you popped the edibles, man. Yeah, some bad 
acting in that fucking thing. Yeah, you're gonna have that though. Is is it was one of those where it's very excusable though, just because like it's a passion project for fans essentially. Yeah, if I had seen and that, it's like, yeah, if I had paid to see that in a the theater, I probably right. would have written a letter. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> you know? like you don't care because yeah. like uh, Kevin Smith just has his own like fucking thing. So yeah, you appreciate the fact that somebody's able to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, basically, and, I like, respect bring it. Bring on their friends and bring back all of the old people and shit and uh just kind of like the whole meta side of it where like it's so crazy to think about being 90s kids and how many people became filmmakers because of him sure like you watch the original clerks in 1997 you're like we can fucking do that that." yeah you know and Uh, shit like that yeah i i think because i did everybody's gonna die of a heart attack so Fair. we're old. I but, didn't uh, hate the Jane Silent Bob reboot. I didn't love it, but I definitely didn't hate it as much as I hated Clerks 3. And so I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, I feel like like the Jane Silent Bob reboot took a big old step down from his films in terms of quality and acting and stuff. And then this one, I feel like, whoa, we are barely like did it you is think, crazy did though. You yell action. Right. Like, do they know it is, it is crazy watching that because the uh guy who plays Dante or whatever mm-hmm. uh has not aged well not which yeah, yeah. that's fine but in Clerks 2 the pairing of him and Rosario Dawson yeah. was like of really oh, come, come on. on they're not going to get Rosario together. Dawson yeah and then uh it really cements it when you watch this and they have the scenes with Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. who like Looks As like it. she's 25 because she's yeah. a famous actress. Yeah, yeah. And him where like he's yeah. old, but yeah. I mean, it was fine. I knew I wasn't. No, yeah. Nobody goes into Clerks 3 expecting like great cinema. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's basically going to be like DIY, no budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get some nods to shit that you like from back in the day. Like, whoa, is that a mug from uh, People's? Mm-hmm. Nice. I bought it like the second open mic you third, ever did. No, like the second or third to the last one. Oh yeah. There was a thing where if you bought this, if you bought this cup, you could get, it's like a big listeners. It's like a big old white, uh, you know, bar, cup, like a mug club, mug club cup. And, uh, if you bought it, you got like, you could refill it for like $3 or something. And then the mic and the bar closed like two months later, two weeks later. So I've yeah. been drinking out of it. I got my money out of it. That was good. And then, uh, Double feature for the wife and I. We watched. Uh, we were going through all the trailers of like uh, '90s. Like, there's a whole vibe of '90s movies. We watched a trailer for a Martin Lawrence uh, detective movie that's new, and she was like, "This reminds me of all of your like to catch a spider, mm-hmm. fucking bone collector, like that yeah. Barry Genre? Ashley Judd." Did you say Martin Lawrence? Yeah, it's a new movie with Martin Lawrence, and it's a con- it's and it's similar to to catch a or a yeah, it feels like a '90s. Uh, so we were going through all these '90s movies on HBO Max, and then watched the trailer for the Thirteenth Floor, oh, which boy. isn't like those. It's more of a uh, uh, well, this is probably when you're working at Blockbuster. I, yeah, too. I've seen the Thirteenth Floor, and it is not good at all. No, not not. It's for kind me. of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then doesn't it have a really good cast or like people who went it's on? It's just do got stuff? Vincent D'Onofrio, and that's, oh, that's about it. it. That's but it. it is totally—you can tell this movie is. Uh, holy shit! Did you see how much the Matrix made? How how do we have any script that deals with like alternate like simulations? Yeah. And they were like, "We got Thirteenth Floor," because the guy that made it fucking all he ever did after that was direct a video, uh, Wesley Snipes movies. Yeah, and his <laughs> and the director looks. Like Vincent D'Onofrio looks in the movie. Yeah, it's like a fun, it looks it's, like he made the movie with like, okay, this guy's got to look, got to be me. Like he wrote the movie as himself as the main character. Yeah, and then of course they got like green lasers. Like yep. it's got the classic like '90s tech doing shit that like tech can't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they're doing it for movie, like like the net, San, yep. star, the Sandra Bullock net, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was uh, an era, man. They should make movies like that now. 
Yeah. I've, I've been this to death. Make a movie now using the equipment from 1998, and I bet people will really like it. Yeah. Like, make it look, you know, like, use those older, the 90s it's- effects, whatever, like, practical effects and shit. I think it'd be cool. Um, but uh, on the plus side, I did find yeah. out, I didn't know this, but Gretchen Mole mm-hmm. uh, did a Betty Page biopic. Yeah. What was it called? And she's naked a lot in it, so yeah. that's fun. Found that you, out. You know, she got hosed. Gretchen Mall. She's Dude. one of the she's one of the people that like turned down Weinstein. Good. And so he fucking wrecked her career. That's well, not she, good, it's bad. I don't know about it getting wrecked because she's had a pretty solid career. Well, she's uh, back now, but there was like from was it Rounders, I think? Between Rounders and like I don't know. So whatever whatever you did you're, 15 films from 97 to 99. Yeah, and then I think from 99 to 2000, that's when he probably said, let's fuck. Um, I just remember seeing like a YouTube video about it, a YouTube yeah. documentary. And now she's doing great. She's been in a lot of TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just that dumb thing. Boardwalk you know, Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, I love so, it. Yeah, it was a good time. And then uh, watched the WWE pay-per-view. Had a great time. Sure. Big time, uh, man. A lot yeah. of stuff. That was all Saturday? Yeah. Damn. And, and then, then uh, Sunday I had a very upset tummy. Is oh, and we also had David Freeberg in town. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he opened up uh, the show on Friday night. Nice. Uh, on his way down to do a uh, burlesque comedy show in, in Kansas City. Yep, I try. I sent yep. him. I sent him some recs for uh, a place to stay. I hope that worked. Well, he uh, found a place. I don't know if it was through you, but he did find a place. That's good. And then uh, he came up through on Sunday, and we grabbed a little brunch. Love it. He's such a good dude, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Wife and him got along. It's so funny. Uh, our friend uh, that my wife goes to school with, uh, when David came over, it, she was like, yo, he gives me Peter vibes, right? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Is Peter that somebody is from your school? Mutual friend. Uh, my wife's school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that we hang out with. And then uh, Peter came to the show mm-hmm. and he was standing right next to David and like, just like, the glasses are what make it, but the yeah. glasses, beard, and just like style. Yeah. They look like in height, they're fucking brothers. That's and of awesome. course they were chatting it up and having a uh enjoying each other. But uh good week. Good week, cool. I guess. That's think. that's ironic. I had Hello Beautiful last week. Or not last oh, week. Oh yeah. At the last Hello Beautiful this month. I don't know if I mentioned this when we did it. Um Toller was there. Toller came out. I hadn't seen him. Nice. He's, he's been living here about a year, but he kind of just got back into doing sets a lot. And uh Okay, it was great. It was great seeing him. He's such a good dude, such a funny, funny guy. You know, it's like perfect. Yeah, because um, you guys met at that what, that what, a Beast Village, right? Well, I don't know. We probably must met at Beast Village, but then we stayed together in in Minnesota once. We we had oh, a shared yeah. room. Yep. Um, I remember hearing stories because uh, uh, wasn't that the one where a comic just rap uh randomly and flippantly dropped a slur? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, and but you guys I mean, were just like. Had to sit with that in the room. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, for I, sure, that's happened enough in our career. Uh, one thing I that do, I, was... I do miss random like sleepover, like one nighter. Oh God, yeah, did that? I did that comedy. Do that me, hasn't been me, you, and Phoenix. I was in. I did the same thing in Phoenix with uh, Dante once. Yeah, uh, it's so fun. Uh, staying in a hostel in Memphis with fucking Michael or uh, uh, AJ. Uh, oh, that, Grill. the fucking Memphis hostel. Yeah, I, me and uh, uh, James Earl. Fucking no, James uh, Earl Towns. That I'm, it? Tom's? I'm, we're butchering his name. Yeah, I'm not good at the names. Fucking redheaded. Yeah, hilarious southern feller. Uh, no, he's from he's from fucking Maryland. But doesn't he's he have a Chicago thick southern guy. accent? He's got. A, he, he's a weird one. Yeah, he's got James a, Earl folks. James Earl folks. That's it. Yeah. Fucking, I can just remember being in a parking lot with him and, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the comic. He's a really funny comic. And I saw him pop up in the Billy Eichner movie. Oh, cool. Uh, with like a speaking role. But anyways, I remember just drinking beers in that church parking lot till like fucking five in the morning. I love it. That's fun, man. We really fucking, I mean, we've had a career, um, uh, let's see what I did this week. I, uh, it's kind of slow. I had some show. I did Augie's show. 
Oh um, yeah, under artichoke, man. Yeah, and I love sh- that show. Love shared Augie. that fucking that. So that mural of you yeah. is is directly across the street from artichoke pizza. Um, and I saw that, and I right was there. like, that is a hundred percent ream. I don't oh, know. That, I thought that was an app. No, that's a hundred percent an actual. That's an actual painting on the side of a building there. I don't know what it's for, but I was like. Oh, this is green. I, I Reem. thought you used an app, and that was a fucking photo from like when we ran into each other on the train after work or something. No, that's a real. I'll send you more photos. I took. Wow. I was I was blown away, and then I and I talked to Augie about. It. He's like, right. Yeah. He's like, I see that too. We all, like a lot of people. I guess when they come out of there, have been like, I wanted to post. Uh, maybe wow. I did. I thought that shit was an app. That's hilarious. Right I, by I, the Sea Wolf. I want to go over there and spray paint "Rest in Peace" Reem. I can't wait to tell the wife. Hold yeah. on, I'm gonna tell her real quick. Hold yeah, on. Here, I'll text you the the pod, the actual photo if I can find my phone. Hold on, hold on. Uh, say something cool for the yeah yeah, yeah. The okay listeners. listeners. So so that was my week. I did this show. It's a pizza show shop show. It's pretty fun. Um, good time. I'm working on my uh, my album is set. Uh, behind me, I've got all of the uh the the tracks it's it's it sucks because it's one of those things where i'm going back and doing shows in des moines and in in omaha and stuff but i'm doing jokes that i've been doing for like you know some of them for eight years seven years you know but it's because i'm prepping them for the album so i got to get them right um so it kind of feels weird but it also the freeing part of like recording this in detroit on april 7th and 8th and then i don't have to do them again if i don't want it you know and i will i like a lot of those jokes and they'll get better and stuff some of them will get better but it's just kind of fun to actually work towards this. Um, and my mental health has been in a really good place because of the, well, Butrin and the Zoloft. So it's helped fun. And then I'm also, guys, I, I don't know how much I spoke about it last week, but I'm working on a one-man show for the summer. I'm going to try to put it up around New York and then maybe a, maybe further out. And so I'm working on that. And that's been exciting because I've never done that before. Um, I've been going and seeing people's one-man shows and I've been watching them online and talking to my friends who've already done them. Uh, and so that's really exciting to just wrap your brain around like a new form of comedy. Sorry, I thought that was hilarious. No, that's great. I'm I'm glad you're back. Um, did you yeah, show me the photo? I, uh, she's seen it. She was okay. aware of it. Yeah. And also, we got cool. a leak in the basement, so that's fun. No, oh, wait. So what happened? You take a piss down there? <laughs> no fucking plumbing stuff. Oh, okay. I thought you took a piss down there. <laughs> Um, but anyways, All right, so you did uh, you did the show? Yeah, um, I did. I, I did the show. It was fun. Who else was on it? Mara, Soggy Butts, Soggy Butts, Mara, um, Mara uh, Wiles, Old Poopo, Poopo, and I've been on. Like, oh. We just keep running into each other, and it's not bad. He's a good friend. Um, and then who else was on it? Uh, oh, Casey, but Casey came as I was leaving. But a strange, real Brooklyn moment was: I go in, we're doing the show downstairs, you know, and I, I have to leave early because I have to work in the morning. So I come out at like 930. The whole street has been transformed into a fucking movie sets. Like it's just trailers and lighting rigs and everything everywhere. But it all happened in like a 40 minute setup. Those union guys, they really know what they're doing. You know, my favorite. Uh, I love Seawolf. Seawolf, Cobra Club. Yeah. And a lot of time at those spots. Yeah. I wish I could be. I wish I, if I lived in that area, I'd be over there a lot. I'd be in those areas a lot more. Yeah. Because um, I like it. I like it over there. Um. And then let's see, I don't think I did much else. Worked, had Friday. Um, so oh, I had a funny thing. So I, I saw Keith Butler. Oh yeah. Well, so Friday was just a whatever. We just hung out and watched TV. Um, watched his new show, Bunk. Have you seen this? Bunk on Earth? No. No, Kunk. Kunk on Earth. It's on uh, Netflix. It's great. It's like a mockumentary of a woman talking about the history of the world. It's very good. Um, but we so we watched that. Um and then on Saturday, watched XFL. Um, you know the first game and everything like yeah. that. You didn't even fucking remember they were starting. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I caught I, a little bit of the Battle Hawk game, Battle but Hawk not game the end. Love them. There, that was a crazy. That's what makes XFL so much fun. Is they were the score was like eighteen to three with two yeah. minutes left, and then they did the, the three point won. conversion. Three point conversion. Uh, they did the fourth down thing where instead of doing, it's basically like an onside kick situation where if you get fourth and 26 from your yeah. 20 you get it um they got that then they scored again and then they got the whatever they went for one and and then all of a sudden they're up and then they 18 they, to 15 it, it was fucking crazy uh 
And uh, yeah, Hakeem Butler's on that team. Mike Rose, who was not just a, a, a yeah, cyclone, he was also a chief for a good chunk of the season. Um, he was on the team, and uh, a guy I don't remember, Willie something, a defensive guy I don't remember, but Stacy was excited about. And the did you tell me this? The crazy no, uh, AJ texted me this. Their coach, the Battlehawks coach, his son is Iowa State's QB, our backup QB that going into this season. Yeah, I know there aren't too many Iowa Hawkeyes in the league because they're in the NFL. That too. Well, and well, the Renegades head coach and offensive coordinator are both Hawkeyes mm. with uh, Bob Stoops and Bob Chuck Stoops. Long. Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad that he made it aware how he feels about um, Ferentz. You know, Ferentz is coming back. Yeah, like Ferentz Junior. I mean, like yeah, yeah. It's already been He's announced. Got a weird contract too. Yeah, I didn't even realize that, but it's yeah, it's it's. Like he makes, if he does, but, he, and he it has sucks a point too because or something. The Iowa's defense is fucking stacked next year. Yeah, uh, they're Crazy. getting a good transfer quarterback. The off, like they sh- if they should be able to win, and they don't play Ohio State or Michigan. They should yeah. be able to win like nine games. Yeah, crazy. Um, and then okay, so that's just what Iowa does. They win by attrition. XFL games were fun. Sunday, I'm taking it real. Or the smooth. interviews and the interact interactivity with oh, the it's players all great. and stuff. Oh, it's all great, and the, it looks good. Like as remember, like USFL games look like a fucking high school or whatever. Yeah, these look like basically like NFL games. They don't do they do a really good job of not, especially in the Battle Hawks game. They do a really good job of not showing all the empty seats in the on. Yeah. like they only show the full seats. Um, and the big thing, and it's going kind of oh. viral, the Dean Blandino doing the reviews, talking about the reviews. And it's that same thing where they have like an Xbox controller and it happens like snap, snap, yeah. snap. That was really great. Um, and there's a thing about how uh, Paxton Lynch got, Lynch got benched. And so now he's he's been benched in the XFL 2.0, XFL 3.0, AFL, and the NFL. <laughs> or maybe not AFL, whatever, the yeah. AAF or whatever it was. Um yeah, it was pretty fun. So then Sunday rolls around. We're just hanging out. I'm trying to take it easy because I've been doing a lot. You know, you were running out of the room, but I was explaining all the brain power working and writing I've been working on. So I was trying to take it just a nice day off yesterday, just really getting ready for the day. And then at fucking, I'm not kidding, 11 p.m. last night, Stacy goes, you don't work tomorrow, right? And I was like, what? Yeah, I do. And she's like, no, it's President's Day. And I was like, I don't think we have that off. And then I go look, and we did. Oh, uh, finding out, fucking eleven p.m. the night before that you don't have to work the next day. It was like I the whole day felt like Christmas break. Like yeah, I was so happy laying on the couch watching TV, eating garbage. You know, like yeah. Oh. The wife had her first snow day as a teacher on Thursday. Oh, cool! That's exciting. Did yeah. you guys call him in? Can you call him in? Can you call like WW and be like, uh, hey, this is uh, the superintendent. Can uh, the school's closed? Fuck it. Cl- school's done. No, I don't think you can. We used to do that. My sister and I. We'd call the radio. Tell the radio. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm a superintendent. Uh, school's closed today. So let them know on the radio that Glenwood is closed. And they're like, uh, I love you, superintendent. Yeah. I love you, superintendent Chalmers. Um... But yeah, so that's that. That's what we did there. Um, and then today, yeah, I just been fucking around. Um, played a lot of guitar last night. Uh, I told the v- listeners I'm uh, got my album all set and all that. And yeah, I'm excited. I created a countdown for all the things I got to do because I got to send a bunch of press releases out and stuff. And oh yeah, so I made like a really nice Google Doc that'll like help me know when I need to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, like the kind of things I'm bad at. Yeah. And so that's cool. Um, anything else you got? You want to jump into the next part real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do that. Trending topics. I'm stoked. Yeah, I, a lot of trending topics that I'm very excited about right now. Let's fucking get into it. Here we go. Uh, February twenty first, Glenwood Elementary will be serving. <laughs> Chicken patty on a bun. Oh, I love it. Hen- honey glazed carrots. Okay. Lettuce salad, banana, grandma's cookie and milk. 
Okay, so I'm real stoked for that chicken patty on a bun. That's right. That grandma's cookie, that milk. And, Wednesday. Uh, that's it. No counter. I don't Wednesday, no the 22nd. Carrots. Yeah. Barbecue rib on a bun. Oh, God. It's basically a McRib. French fries, celery sticks, mandarin orange, sherbet cup and milk. There we go. Sherbet cups. Now, those weren't around back when I was in school. Thursday, February 23rd. Hot dog on a bun. Hot dog. Tater tots. Baked mm-hmm. beans, mixed fruits, raisel. I'm going to guess that's raisins. Yeah. And milk. And then Friday to end out the week. Start of Lent mm-hmm. with Fat Tuesday tomorrow. Today, if you're listening, we got macaroni and cheese, steamed peas, lettuce salad, apple, bread and butter. So here we go, Patrick. Your oh, Glenwood, boy. Iowa week of February 24th, I need to know what's your power ranking? Mac and cheese, hot dog on a bun, barbecue rib on a bun, chicken patty on a bun. We're starting barbecue rib, we're, then we're going chicken patty, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then we're going hot dog, then we're doing mac and cheese. Was there another one? No. Really? I mean, yeah. I'd, have, I'd, have had, I'd have had you pegged with the mac and cheese a little I bit I like higher. a mac and cheese, but school mac and cheese was never that good. It's um, not. You got. You got to make a big ass batch. Let me know. You All think. Right. You think the the fri- the the fryer between the French fries on. I guess they probably don't even use a fryer. It's probably baked. Yeah. It, yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Uh, keep going. You took. Okay. You, let's yeah. let's see our power ranking for sides. Okay. Okay. Honey glazed carrots, French fries, tater tots, and steamed peas. All right. This. This fucker is basically like, I mean, this is easy as hell. Yeah. Tater number tots, one is fries, tots. Tater tots, fries, and then the other two you can just fucking leave on the floor. Throw them away. <laughs> I ain't eating them. You don't like peas? I love peas. Not school peas. They're too dark green. What yeah. do they do wrong? They're sucked in. It looks like, it's like they're sucked in. You know what I mean? Like Shang Tsung fucking took the soul of the peas. Yeah. There's indentations. They're not. Why like are they so spherical. dark green? They're, Why do the peas in. I eat at home like kind of a like a, a hunter green or like a dark yeah. like a grayish green? Yeah. And the ones you have at school are like a fucking. It looks like a cartoon character made it. Ugh. Yeah. I love peas though. Here's about life. these carrots probably suck shit too. They're probably <sighs> soft and wet. I not like when I altogether. roast a carrot. Yeah. I like some roasted carrots. All right, now uh, for the other tier, we'll yep. keep going. Uh, we got two lettuce salads, baked beans, and celery sticks. <laughs> I mean, just throw them all in the trash. You don't uh, like baked beans? I hate baked beans. Celery sticks, I only liked on on um on uh not even celery sticks. Never mind. Never ate celery sticks. Fuck them. Fuck Tuesday. You don't want to call in sick Tuesday, the twenty eighth. They got some motherfucking super nachos. Oh yeah. But then they then they throw the cold lotion on you. Because it's super nachos with steamed peas. Ugh. But super nachos at school, our super nachos were good. But when I think it was when we got, I don't know. I've had I've had school like super nachos somewhere else, and they sucked. Yeah, this meal is all over the place. It's super nachos, steamed peas, lettuce salad, mandarin oranges, a breadstick, and milk. So weird. They just throw stuff together. Yeah. What is a breadstick doing in that? <laughs> that, that's where I'm at. Mm, no, All right, fucking. Um, fantastic. no, we don't do that enough. No, we don't check it do on more. the old Glendale Elementary uh, food menu. Dale. Glendale, Glenwood, whatever. Here's what. Here's what I think we should jump into right now. Then, spoiler section. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Quantum Mania. Mania. What? Okay. Right off the top, can we do Kazi's at the top? Because I want to just know. Sure. How many causes did you give this fucker? Three. Yeah, same. Three. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You see, it's Rotten Tomatoes. It's really bad. It's a I enjoyed second it, or worse. I enjoyed it better than it's Rotten Tomatoes. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah, I don't. I, but I went I, into I, it expecting a fucking uh, silly Storm the Castle movie mm-hmm. with alien shit. And I got a silly Storm the Castle movie with alien shit. The fucking um, trailer made it seem. I thought there was gonna be a lot of different stuff. It like you know you know how like um Marvel does a good job of making the trailers 
throw yeah. you off. Well, this trailer it threw you off for different reasons. But it did it didn't just throw me off, but it made me think the movie would be better. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't hate it. Again, three stars. Really loved Kang like everybody else. Um, I liked uh the new actress playing his daughter. I think she was great. Um there was just some certain times when I'm watching it where I was just like, what is this? Why are we here? And so yeah. we, like, and, and it's one of those things with a, a lot, lot of, of inconsistencies as far as like the powers of people yeah, and uh, like where some of the stuff, like why are there people in the quantum, like humans mm-hmm. in the quantum realm? They made like half jokes about it. And I feel they could have done some really dumb way to explain it. Yeah. Just you know? give us something. You know, like why is Bill Murray there? Yeah, and, and he's it, fucking Janet. It feels like the sequel. It feels like there's a movie about uh, Janet's whole time there, and this yeah. movie is the sequel to it. And we just never saw that movie. Like there's so but, many things that talk about her time there, but we've never seen that. And then in this movie, a thing that really frustrated me was. Even long after they started figuring things out, she's still like, I'm not going to talk. And it's like, why aren't you fucking talk telling these people? Yeah, she was being a fucking dumbass for the plot. Yeah. But like, if you're a real person, like you're going to talk about that shit. Yeah. And, you know, especially if you live with fucking scientists that are interested in that shit, mm-hmm. they'd be like, hey, don't. Don't open the quantum realm. Also, we never found out why they got sucked in there. Yeah, it was like something Modoc did that wasn't just not made clear. Yeah. Um, I liked Modoc. I thought that was fun. I like oh, the yeah. way they did that. Yep. Um, there's somebody pointed out. I didn't think this first, but like, based on the years when Modoc went in, he would have never known that like Ant Man was a Avenger or anything. He would have barely. He would have only known of like the New York thing with the Avengers. Well, he could have known. From Kang, I guess maybe yeah. You get talking about alternate variations of Ant Man. Him at the end though, saying "I died in Avenger," makes it seem like he's aware of all of his ex, ex, you know, and not just aware of it, but like. Well, he was. He was around for the Battle of New York. That's it. But Ant Man wasn't around. Like he didn't give a fuck. It's like uh, either way, who cares? Um, you know. But yeah. Uh, what else do we got? Let's see. A lot of people uh, are being hard on it, which, you know, whatever. Well, it's, that, it's it, to the point where you're like, got fucking 30 some movies in, 31 yeah. movies in, I think. And it's like, you got to, you're like, it's your fault. You got to keep topping yourself. And they well, did such a big deal with, um, in game. There was zero stakes and zero tension. Yeah. And that's one of the big problems with a lot of Marvel is zero, like, even on the emotional front, like mm-hmm. on the relationship front, there's zero stakes between the five ant people mm-hmm. in there, like their relationships or anything. Like uh Scott and uh his daughter, like any like they were just buddy buddy as soon yeah. as they were in quantum mania. And, and where like a- there were there could have been a really interesting dynamic with uh uh her getting picked up out of jail early on and him it really feels like, that's what the trailer was kind of leading you. It really felt like they wanted it to be that more like they wanted her and him to be at odds more. And then when they get into the quantum realm, they have to get past. There that. were no odds. You could have had yeah. a little bit more like goofy movie fucking. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. You know, fathers and daughters, fathers and road kids. trip where it's like the two of them have to figure their shit out. And there's a few things that are just like um, when. Well, there's the whole thing at the end where I don't understand why that thing oh is still open, and then King instead of going through it, which he can stop do everything, just is like punching, yeah, Ant Man for some reason. But uh, I, I I'm kind of a sucker for any of these movies where they just do a million things and throw it out the wall. Yeah, you know? like it. This movie really reminded me of like Aquaman in that sense, where mm-hmm. like. You got all the fun, like drink the ooze was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude from the good place reading everybody's yeah. mind. That felt very, cool. that felt weird too. I feel like this movie had a, I'm hoping this movie had a lot of stuff cut from it because him, the good guy from the good place, and then the the head of the warrior lady, they're like on screen yeah. for like five minutes in a 
two hour movie. Yeah, well, a lot of this like uh, got fucked up by the pandemic too. Yeah, and some of the CG isn't great, but yeah. like it's all CG. So like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, Actually, yeah, they're in it- a they're in the quantum realm. You know, mm-hmm. they're in a make believe place the entire movie. It might look fucking Phantom Menace for even a second though, or two. Even though, even though the fucking beginning when he's in San Francisco, that doesn't look real. It looks like they're on a sound stage. Like it purposely to the point where I thought it was gonna be revealed at some point that all that stuff at the beginning wasn't real. That like he yeah. kind of like how yeah. I definitely miss Scott Lang's crew. Mm-hmm. The three guys. Uh, his yeah, his fucking crew before Ant Man's way cooler than his crew after Ant Man. That being said, though, I did enjoy uh, enjoy watching. I thought Pfeiffer and Douglas were really oh, yeah. enjoying themselves. I think Douglas, were, this is like, the best one. Yeah, I could tell they were like pretty stoked to be able to get as much screen time mm-hmm. as like they did. Like they were like kind of the lead, so it was kind of yeah. Yeah, which and is kind of weird that it's an Ant Man movie and he's so pushed so far to the back, which might be kind of one of the problems with this phase in Marvel is there's just too much extra. Yeah. And not enough, like, just stripped down. Like, you don't have to be real, real all the time. But, like, like I said, there was zero stakes, like, as far as peril goes, and there was zero stakes as far as, like, like character relationship goes but also i ate a bunch of popcorn i got really high yeah i laughed uh there was some cool shit like i said it was storm the castle fucking yeah yeah i feel like though what sucks is i think i'm this movie i think spelled out more um i think i could have just read what happened and got it Whereas, like, yeah. with Thor, even Love and Thunder, I don't... I think I would have been confused. With this, I feel like if I would have just been, like, a bunch of nothing happened, and then maybe King's gone, but now we got the Council well, of Kings. Luckily like, okay. for uh, the MCU and Disney's shareholders, I am in that camp where, uh, regardless of the movie, I'm just... I just enjoy the opening weekend uh, yeah. experience of a Marvel movie at this point. Where I just like, you know, going to the flick a couple, you know, a couple times mm-hmm. a year on that Thursday or Friday. Excuse yeah. Me. So uh, you could be in that opening weekend discourse. Yeah. You watch it in a packed theater, you know. So yeah, I like everybody that. laughs at the mediocre jokes more, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, there was one cool thing I went to. I saw it. At, I think uh, we just been duped by Phase Three. I I saw it at Nighthawk in uh um prospect park and one cool thing is beforehand they did a it was like a trailer for like a short film festival that they're that's coming up there and one of the short films they showed has joe firestone in it a bunch oh cool so that was kind of cool to see joe firestone like on a big ass fucking that being screen. said i'm sure it was the same for you but uh the attachment of uh the guardians trailer yeah that was cool uh right before uh boy gonna be a lot of crime that's gonna be a heavy one you can well, already tell yeah just watching that trailer that like well that's I'm what gonna, i'm gonna wish this. it was a wist wistful no stakes fucking uh quantum mania after watching fucking guardian 3 one thing that happened was we watched in game and tony died and cap's gone and then there's been like seven things since then with nothing substantial happening like they're hey, like store plot wise, yes, but like I want a redheaded girl died in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but yeah, sure. But like I really thought laser I wanted, face guy died in Quantum Mania. I want Paul Rudd to die. I wanted yeah. Ant Man to die. Um. Also, I watched. I don't know what series it was, but one of the uh, uh, Avengers series is Hank Pym was the main Ant Man in it, and yeah. I always liked. I liked him. Yeah. You know, um, the Bill Murray thing felt so fucking dumb. It never came back. Like, that's the kind of thing. Like, think of like in Ragnarok. Think of uh, Jeff Goldblum's character, how it it comes back. Bill Murray never came back. So it's like that. It it was more. It wasn't it wasn't um, 
even a cameo, it was like a stunt casting. It felt weird. Like they might have been why might as well have been Michael Jordan, you know? <laughs> like yeah. could have just been anybody. Um, but when it was over though, I I I was I'm still a little confused on all of it, mean in terms of like what is supposed to where we're at, you know? But I, I did uh I, you know, three stars. I liked it more than I didn't like it. Um yeah. but I also wouldn't like I wouldn't if somebody was like, I'm on the fence. I don't of know if the, I could talk yeah. them into it the way that I might talk them into Doctor Strange. Yeah, which is, yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, I could, I could sell some Doctor Strange. Yeah, if I'm ranking the, uh, uh, the returning like Marvel guys, mm-hmm. you know, your returning Avengers that are the tent poles of Phase Four, it's definitely uh, Doctor Strange one, Thor two, and uh, Quantumania three. What about Spider-Man No Way Home? Oh, well, yeah, you always forget about that one. That's that's easily number one. But Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what the... Okay, so the current, our, our Rotten Tomato score is 47, but the audience score is 84. So it could just be critics are like, you know, burned out. Oh, well, if I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're starting to... And it different... was very heavy, like, comic-based. And you had to watch... Like think about it. If you the last, if you saw it, that's the other thing is they kind of set these up like they're sequels to each other, even though they're not. So like if you watched Thor: Love and Thunder and then thought this was gonna pick up where that left off, it's not at all. It's a completely different fucking thing. Yeah. So I think that kind of hurts it too because you're not really building chemistry. Like when was and then the in the last Ant Man and the Wasp didn't do much either. You know. Yeah. Um, but so if you're looking at them like serialized stories, that's fine. You know, but not when it's a billion dollars and takes five years to come out, you know? Yeah, it's it's probably going to have a rough go of it. But, uh, man, you know, the word of mouth isn't going to, like, carry it. According to Steven Silver from Splice Today, it's a dire and crummy movie. One of the worst ever produced by Marvel. Damn. Hey, man. Bam. But according to James Beardnelly from Real Views, the overall narrative is pedestrian, but others, but offers enough flashes, bangs, and general weirdness for those who prefer to sit back and absorb those things. Yeah. It, the weirdness is what it's got going for it. So if you're into just weird shit, yeah. you, you'll probably like it more. But if you're like uh, uh, critical of Marvel in any way, yeah. Uh, and then watch this, you know, uh, it's probably not, you're probably gonna find a lot of problems with it and yeah. and there is like that third act i did not give a shit about it like and it just there was a lot of stuff that felt weird it felt like there was large chunks of scenes cut out um and then there's one thing glaring that i can't think of at this moment but there was one thing that when it happened i was like how what the fuck is this like did i and it was like did i fall asleep did i go to the bathroom what the hell yeah um but yeah, um, but I still like it's hard. I'm not being critical. I still enjoyed it. And I did. Honestly, I liked it better than I think when I came to my rankings, like when I put it on Letterbox, I didn't. But I think technically I liked it better than I than Thor Love and Thunder. I think Thor Love and Thunder has I think Taika Waititi's. I think he handled it better than yeah. Peyton Reed did, even though I think Peyton Reed's a great director. Um so I feel like the humor on that helped me a lot. But in this, I was like, I think I actually enjoyed this as a story more. It felt very much like when I would randomly. We, we've definitely entered like straight batshit crazy Marvel right yeah. now. Comic if you look comic at these book. last three movies and yeah. like between like what screaming goats and fucking mm-hmm. uh, Zeus uh, and uh, fucking yeah. all that stuff, which yeah. I loved Zeus and the yeah. goats got me most of the time. Uh but yeah. uh, like all of the shit that the three big tent pullers have done, like Ant Man's doing heists, yeah, and going up against Walter Groggins, yeah. You know what I mean? I did like the, I did like. Hold on, who's Walter Groggins in this? Or in the, th- I'm talking about like Ant Man too. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought like, he was back. I like, yeah, he wasn't doing. You. Like, I loved, and for what it's worth, I loved Modoc. I thought Modoc was done really well. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Sometimes when a comic, you know, when the movie changes a storyline, it can be kind of yeah. iffy. But I think what the way they did it was really funny. I like how they handled it. I love that scene. There was like one joke that killed me when 
he kept calling him Darren and then he's like, Modoc, what do I do? And then immediately he answered. Yeah. Um, but I still felt like a lot of that was rushed. I thought I want to see Modoc and like I want to see a big opening. Instead of them hiding that Kang's gonna be there, we all know Kang's gonna be there. So instead of them hiding all that, the opening should have been like this long thing of Modoc and him talking and like their plan to make this happen, you know? Yeah. Um I'm excited for that. I feel like Screen Crush is really good at that, at like saying like how this story should have this good story should have been better if they could have done this, you know? Um but yeah. yeah, it's a fucking Marvel movie. Marvel movie. And I'm glad I'd rather see it than not. It's it, it also, you know what it did is it made me more excited for this new DC because yeah. it made me excited for some new well, Marvel. So homogenized. Yeah. And it feels like they make a good movie. But, they let a yeah. director make a movie and then they like put it like an Instagram like filter on it that makes it look like a Marvel movie. And yeah. that's I want to not see. That's what I thought the shows were going to be, you know, like all I'm saying is if, if this is the worst Marvel has to offer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Because it was just like fine. And I think that if I enjoyed myself, well, I think what happened was we you like not to compare back because I hate it's because of Mar. It's because of Phase Three, and like the goodwill of uh, Endgame is kind of worn off. But like we used and to like, have like Thor: Dark World was like lackluster. A lot of people don't like Iron Man Three. Like we had that, but then once. Uh, you look at like Endgame came out. It was like every movie has to be a banger. Yeah, and it has to like build up this other stuff mm -hmm. for future movies and shit like that. So people will judge it on like I think a lot of the Doctor Strange review came that way because people thought they were gonna get more fucking like they thought a fucking X Men was gonna show up yeah. and then or I mean technically Professor X shows up and gets gets excommunicated from his mm -hmm. mortal coils but uh you know just like and, and from his chair yeah how that's fucking sorry i was just mm -hmm. looking at my phone real quick and that fucking mural what was my fucking mind dude it is fucking nuts man i thought plus he has murals written on his hat oh is that true yeah if 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 so i if, thought it was like an app that you used if it if the hat was black I think I would be like, oh yeah, it really feels, I, I want to know what the story is. I should figure out what the place is because it really looks like they found a photo of you to like make this mural. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nuts, man. <laughs> okay. Um, here, let, are we good or what are we going to do? You want to go on to the third part? The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S. Joan. Emmett. Christina A. Hank Finch. Mike Hawes. Brian. Sofing. Adam S. Shank. And listeners like you. So, Reem, three. The three flamingos. Now, I've been Googling, and that's already kind of done. That's done to hell. But when is it going to be? Is, are we going to start a new show? What's happening with this? Sorry, I'm just looking for a signature for that mural <laughs> it's really on thursday i'll text augie to take a bigger photo of it so that i can figure it out um what we doing a new show or what no no we're keeping this one okay. no dude we're entering the fucking best two months of the nostalgic front podcast yeah the back half of the and the we're starting the back half of the 500s we got fucking march madness month mm-hmm uh, so a bunch of fucking two hour goddamn episodes with guests and bullshit. We got to get on a run. We got to get on a run. Yeah. So Mark Madness will be great. And maybe we got Christian Slaperl. Slaperl's coming up. Huffs is streaming. Uh, Hard Rain is streaming. We'll find. Yeah. I think we're going to be good on that. Yeah. Maybe watch some iRobot or whatever that show's called. I, yeah. I, Mr. Robot. Uh huh. Um, and, uh, it's going to just be fun because it's year three of Christian Slaperl. We have no excuse not to do it. Yeah, we'll do uh, it. And I always like the movie reviews. It's a little pain in the assy yeah. sometimes uh, getting that flick in because I always procrastinate. I'm like, I should watch it, on, watch it on Tuesday and take all these notes. And then it's fucking Sunday morning that I'm watching the shit. Yeah. 
What are you looking at? I'm looking at um none of your fucking business. Okay. Um no, I'm looking at your box that you sent me. I realized it was in the room, so I'm going to type in the tracking and find out if uh what what they sent it as. Because I think you got hosed. I know you got hosed. I'm trying to figure I out. I got a exactly receipt here. somewhere, but I ain't too. Well, I'll get it right here. I mean, this is what I do. This is my job, dog. If I had my work computer, fuck, I'd know the name of the person that did it. Um, shipment process, Brooklyn. Oh yeah, they fucked you hardcore. They must. They must have given you two day or whatever. Because if they, if you would have done ground, this would have cost like five bucks. Not even that. Huh. Um, but they probably did two day. Did you tell them you needed? It? I needed it by a certain day. Those are my smile lines. It just fucking. <laughs> Me and you are on two. This is our podcast. Thank you for listening to the two flamencos. Uh, ooh, the three flamencos instead of flamingo. Ooh. Flamenco. Don Flamenco. Can you believe he's like twenty eight? I got a, I got a, a sketch I keep wanting to do, but I got to get a bunch of fake blood to do it. Yeah. But it's going to be a sketch of like me standing like this and I'm going to be like covered in fake blood on my left side. And then I'm going to say, uh, oh, I just got separated. And then you say, from your wife? From your wife? No, from my uh, Siamese twin, Giacomo. And then oh. I'm going to run in the from the other frame with blood all over the other side of me and go, y'all talking about Giacomo? And then you're going to be like, is he Italian? Yeah. Hey, is he, is he Italian? Italian? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Maybe I'll make this the video right there. I'll use that. I'll rip that audio out and put it in. There's a um, sketch I want to do, but yeah. uh, I can't get Kate Winslet to yes. That's really return good. my calls. That's really good. Um, so where can the listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Reamcore. R E A M K O R E. Uh, we're gonna break down the fucking mural gate. Mural gate. Mural gate. Twenty twenty three. That's right. I it's it's really fun. I it, I think it's very funny that it's like you're just now realizing it. You know, like I said, dude, I thought you used an app. Nah, I didn't. I took I did use an app. My my phone's camera app. Snap that picture. I thought um, like it was some fucking mural making AI app or something. Um, just put on a Scott playlist at work, and now everyone is bopping around like it's a montage from Empire Records. That's right. That's a Reamcore original. Uh huh. Um, what was the one that I was gonna? I thought you had something funny. Ah uh, no, what do you not got? Me. What do you got? What do you got? What are you laughing oh. at? Oh, you were just a guest on uh, Pedro's was, podcast. I was. Check that out. It was great. I talked about Man of War. Yeah. What's the podcast called? I can't see it. It's uh, networking. Networking with Satan. with Satan. Check that out. It's really fun. Yeah. What are you okay. doing? You still on the mural? No, no, no. Hey, did you know country singer Travis Tritt's favorite sandwich is a T-R-O-U-B-L-T? Yeah, when he, whenever his wife makes that it for him, rules. he walks in and goes, I smell T-R-O-U-B-L-T. <laughs> um, I think he's a white supremacist now. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, That's a Patrick tweet. That's a, that's a Patrick Hazy tweet. You also got the classic uh, Ream tweet of, uh, oh, that's you. That's... A healthy cup outscored everyone. So him. Oh wait, no, that's a uh, Raiders Reamcore. Raider Reamcore <laughs> popped up. Um, did you see my tweet about uh, the only current NFL QBs with more than one Super Bowl ring, and it's Mahomes and Garoppolo? Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Here's one of mine. My dad accidentally chopped the tip of his finger off when I was six years old. So we rushed him to the hospital. And while the doctors reattached it, they let me hang out in the nurse's station. And then all the nurses loved me. And it was the first time I remember being horny as hell. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Episode 500. Wow. I feel like it was everything it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're starting. What are you going to do? A fucking clip show? We're going to get fucking Gideon on? Oh, Talk yeah. about Robley? I, I I think we're starting a new show. Now I don't know what hey, listeners. Maybe in May. May. It's gonna be May. Well, like I said, Christian, dude, we're locked. Our programming's locked we in. We are locked in programming. So listeners, let us know. Should we reboot? If we reboot, you gonna kick us off? You're gonna also, stop Patreon or what? 
Hey, you know how to get a hold of us. If you got a Christian Slater Oh, please movie, email us. Let us know. To tweet at us, Instagram message us, DM us. Yeah. If you got 64 things ranked. Yeah. The hell is send this? us an email. We'll fucking do a bracket. Do you see that? Yeah. That light right there just turned on, I think. No, you'll have that on these bigger jobs. That's weird. We'll reach out, motherfuckers. Yeah, let us know, guys. Um, Tell your friends. It. Episode Be- 500. Episode 500. 500 of these. We've done this 500 times. That's so strange. We were different yeah. humans when this started. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I was living in a apartment with fucking four other, five other comics. Yeah. And I've and, seen all of those comics in the last week, and now you live a million miles away from them. Yeah. That's crazy, man. We're in hell. Well, no, I guess we're good. We're good. Yeah. Speaking of hell. Yeah. You know, in Revelations, the Bible, uh, it says people have jobs in heaven. Wait, what? Yeah. there's jo- The Bible says you got a job in heaven. What is it? You have to, you're, I don't know exactly what it is, but you got a fucking job. You got to wake up and go to. Fuck that. It's like goddamn so, free guy. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, you know, no jobs in hell, just torture. Here's but, a tweet. Here's a tweet I did once. Yeah, I like NFTs. Nancy's full throat. By the way, for some reason, there are Bible verses at the end of all my tweets. Not sure how to stop it. John 336, whoever believes in the son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the son shall not see a life, but the wrath of God remains in him. Oh, you know, I was uh, writing a Bible prequel. Oh, yeah. What's it about? I got about like 200 pages of nothing. Just started watching season one of the Bible on Netflix. No spoilers, you jerks. That's from you. Hell yeah. Tell me your favorite part of the Bible as boring as possible. <laughs> that didn't take off. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, do Tell it. me your favorite part of the Bible as boring as possible. Let's see. Um, hey, We were right in the middle of, uh, if you're not an mf Guy died with his arms outstretched. <laughs> or did he? <laughs> Well, my favorite part in the Bible is when they talk about Cush. Oh, yeah. Mine's when Noah's they talk about kid. the... Oh, my God. All the cum Her thing you sent Ham's the other day. Kid. The cum video you sent the other day? Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Tell well, your I, friends... I have a pretty good authority that the Lord is cum. Yeah, and he'll come again. Um, God, that mural is wild. Um, I'm trying to find that cum video now. You sent it to Gideon and I, I think. So let's see if I can find it. That'll be a good outro. Um, bum, 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 bum. damn it. Nope, it's gone. The world's over. All right. Tell your friends to be cool, never die. And as always, remember if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, so get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Episode 500. Bye. Hey, have a good one. Love you. you bye. Love Theme song by the band Heels out of Memphis, Tennessee. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.